Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. It's no great surprise to anybody who listens to this show that over the course of the past couple of years, I've pointed out that ESPN has decided that they're going to turn people who aren't heroes into heroes because it fits their left-wing agenda in sports, right? If you are listening right now and you believe that Caitlyn Jenner is a hero because she decided to become a woman, then okay, congratulations. You agree with ESPN's decision to give her an ESPY for courage. Same award that was named after Arthur Ashe, who got HIV and died of AIDS from a blood transfusion. That's basically the same kind, and then became an advocate fighting against HIV that's basically the same kind of heroism that Caitlyn Jenner had, right? When Caitlyn Jenner decided, oh, I used to be Bruce, now I'm going to be Caitlyn, and I'm going to dress up like a girl. That's the same kind of heroism in ESPN's mind. They believe, ESPN does, that Michael Sam deciding to publicly announce that he's gay makes him a modern-day Jackie Robinson. I mean, that's the way they covered Michael Sam deciding to be a public gay football player. They also believe that Colin Kaepernick who decided to take a knee during the National Anthem, is a modern-day Rosa Parks, Nelson Mandela, a hero of the American sporting landscape. All of those things are incredibly left-wing opinions that have conspired to drive ESPN's ratings from a sports perspective to a 10-year low. Over the last six years, they have lost 13 million cable subscribers, and they've driven themselves to a 10-year low. Well, one of their top executives decided to fire back at me in an article 
that was in the Sports Business Journal. Sports Business Journal is for for sports and uh, and, and and people who are involved in in media and business, kind of an industry article. And I don't care. Obviously, people take shots at me all the time, but when things are fundamentally untrue, uh, I, I don't just accept what people say. And so. These were uh, these were intriguing comments. I'm going to let you guys weigh in if you would like. I'm done to start the show with this. This is from one of the top people at ESPN. And he said, the whole narrative that ESPN is liberal is a false one that was seeded and perpetuated primarily by a direct business competitor. We have no political agenda whatsoever. That's not true. ESPN has made the decision, whether you like it or not, to become a wing sports organization. And there is clear data which shows that people who vote for Republicans have decided not to watch ESPN. Their ratings have collapsed. The more interesting thing about this is these are shots at me, and I'm named in the article that ESPN wants to take. These are direct shots at me. And I always think it's important to be as authentic as I possibly can be. You can agree or disagree with every opinion that I have, and I welcome it. In fact, we have open phone lines, 877-996-6369. You're welcome to weigh in, take shots at me, disagree with any and everything that I say. But what you need to know is I do not receive a single dollar right now from anybody at Fox Sports. I think that's important because what I bring to the table, I believe, when I sit down in front of this mic and talk for three hours every day, when I sit on my Periscope or my Facebook Live, when I write on my website, what I am sitting down and telling you is I'm going to be as honest as I possibly can. That's my goal, as authentic as I possibly can. You may not like me. You may not agree with my opinions, but I'm telling you 100% what I believe every day for three hours in the morning, later in the afternoon on my Periscope and Facebook show, all day long on my website. And OutKick is 100% independent. That means that I own it. That means that I sell all the advertising. That means that nobody else is telling me what to say. I got to tell you, I've got the best radio bosses that have ever existed in Scott Shapiro and Don Martin. I mean, absolutely fantastic at Fox Sports Radio. But just taking you a little bit behind the curtain, Fox Sports does not own Fox Sports Radio. I don't receive a dollar from Fox Sports for this show. We're a part of iHeartMedia. Fox Sports is just a licensing deal. So I'm not employed by Fox Sports at all. So when I come on and tell you any opinion, and then somebody at ESPN tries to say, oh, that's just Clay Travis saying what Fox Sports wants him to say, that's fundamentally not true. I tell you exactly what I think every single day. And in addition to the fact that I make $0 from Fox Sports, I just recently made the decision to turn down a television show. In the spring, I was offered a television show. They said, you can move to L.A., we'll give you a daily show on FS1, and you can do your thing on TV. I thought about it. I live in Nashville, Tennessee now. Got three kids, happy, healthy, wife's happy, make a good living, love what I do, think I have the best job in America. So I turned down that offer, and as a result, I'm not employed by Fox Sports anymore. So I think that's important. So you can agree or disagree with every opinion that I have, but I think it's important that you guys know that I'm coming to my opinions from a place of 100% independence that really nobody else in sports media right now has. If 
I suddenly couldn't do this radio show tomorrow, I would still make a great living being entirely independent, running my website, doing Periscope, Facebook, everything else. I don't know that anybody else in sports media, maybe with the exception of Bill Simmons, can say that. I love that because it gives me creative control and it gives me the opportunity to be as honest as I possibly can be without worrying about suddenly whether somebody's going to get upset and I'm going to lose a job. Other quotes from ESPN. It would be foolish in the business that we're in to take sides on the political arena. Our business competitor perpetuates this narrative because in this highly partisan time, it suits them to highlight this distinction even when it doesn't exist. Do you know what, and then I'm going to continue with other quotes, ESPN executives say the people who focus on a liberal bias ignore things like the recent hiring of Hank Williams Jr. to sing Monday Night Football, to sing the Monday Night Football opening. That's a real defense from ESPN people about the fact that they're not actually extremely left-wing. No, 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 no. We're not left-wing. We hired Hank Williams Jr. to sing for two minutes every morning, every evening, sorry, when Monday Night Football begins. The guy who sings Are You Ready for Some Football that we previously fired because he compared Barack Obama to Hitler is now re-employed and we don't care about his politics, but it's important for you to know that he's conservative and the reason we hired him was so conservatives would say, oh, we hired Hank Williams Jr. so we can sing two minutes of an opening. He is not, Hank Williams Jr., on television show all day long like a long list of liberal people that ESPN employs to drive a left-wing agenda through sports. MSESPN is a real thing. And all of this is such unbelievable baloney. I've told you this before. I think the reason why ESPN has gone so left-wing is because Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, wants to run for president in 2020. And he's going to use the way that he ran ESPN as evidence of what a great president he would be. It's gotten so bad, guys, this is unbelievable to me, that John Skipper, who is the president of ESPN, who is an avowed left-wing ideologue, just promoted to number two overall a guy named Connor Shell, who has been going all over Twitter ripping, ripping Donald Trump and everybody who voted for Donald Trump. Now, I didn't vote for Donald Trump. I voted for Gary Johnson. I'm a middle-of-the-road guy. But for everybody out there who doesn't think that ESPN has made a calculated decision to become a left-wing sports organization, they are disrespecting you. They are disrespecting you. They're trying to tell you, oh, we care about everybody in our audience. We care about people who are conservative. We're not trying to be left-wing and liberal when we decide to give Caitlyn Jenner an Espy for Courage and put her on the same level as Arthur Ashe, a man who got HIV through a blood transfusion and spent his life fighting the disease. You know who's the exact same as that? Oh, it's a dude who decided to become a girl. You know who the modern-day Rosa Parks is? It's Colin Kaepernick, who had the extreme bravery to take a knee during the national anthem. Think about this. Not one person on ESPN's network has criticized Colin Kaepernick for taking a knee during the national anthem. How wild is that? Not one. Not one person has even taken the other side. It's unprecedented. And oh, by the way, Michael Sam, 
a guy who decided that he wants to have sex with gay guys because he happens to be gay. Good for him. We're going to treat him as a modern-day sports Jackie Robinson. That's just three examples of people that ESPN has lionized for decisions that, frankly, aren't that big of a deal. If you're happier to become a girl and you're a dude, go do it, or vice versa. I hope you have a happy life. I hope your world is a beautiful place filled with rainbows and unicorns. But it's not heroic. I'm like the only person who will say this. Everybody else is so afraid to say the truth that if you point out that somebody who decides to be a different gender, that's not heroic. I'm sorry. I'm not sitting around thinking, you know, this reminds me of Nelson Mandela. You know, Caitlyn Jenner deciding to tuck her penis between her butt cheeks really reminds me of the civil rights movement and what Martin Luther King did. No, nobody's thinking that with a functional brain, except ESPN. You know what? Michael Sam likes to sleep with gay dudes. Okay, he sleeps with guys. All right, I sleep with a girl. Occasionally, I'm married. Am I a hero for doing that? I would prefer to do that over sleep with a guy. Is that heroic of me? To come out and say who I like to sleep with? You know, oh, it's amazing. Colin Kaepernick is so brave. He took a knee during the national anthem and protested the national anthem, even though his protest was illogical and made no sense. Why am I the only person who points this out? Am I taking crazy pills? And then ESPN comes on and says, oh, Clay Travis is selling this narrative because he's employed by Fox Sports. It's a lie. I'm not employed by Fox Sports. I'm employed by me. I make a living every day when I sit down in front of this microphone for talking for three hours, when I sit down in front of my keyboard for writing every day like I have for six years, and I make a living on Periscope and Facebook Live in the afternoon with no FCC restrictions. I'm going to open up the phone lines. I think this is insulting of ESPN for them to come on and say, oh, Clay Travis' show is wildly popular on all 50 states, Sirius XM, adding affiliates left and right because people crave the truth in this era of inauthenticity, and ESPN's trying to tell you that I'm a liar. Unbelievable. Absolutely ridiculous. I'll take your phone calls. 877-996-6369. You can be a fan of ESPN. You cannot realize what they're doing when they try to inject politics into their sports agenda. All of those things are fine. But I'm trying to pull the wool back over your eyes. I'm trying to get you to take the pill in the matrix to look behind the way that stories are told. If right now you're driving around your car on your way to work and you're like, man, I think Caitlyn Jenner deserves a statue. I think Michael Sam deserves to have state courthouses named after him. I think that Colin Kaepernick is a modern-day Rosa Parks. And there's probably a different show for you than the one you're listening to right now. If you disagree with all those things, welcome to the real world. I'm Clay Travis, and this is OutKick, the coverage. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis, weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I know this is crazy. I know this is unbelievable. But there's a controversy because John McEnroe said women are are not as good as men at sports. I know that we got in an upside-down world when people say things that are definitely true. And now it's controversial. John McEnroe's got a book out, and he was asked about how good Serena Williams was, and he said, honestly, this. 
Best female player ever, no question. Some would say she's the best player in the world. Why qualify it? You mean the best player in the world, period? Yeah, best tennis player in the world. You know, why, why say female player? Well, because if she was a, if she played the men's circuit, she'd be like 700 in the world. That doesn't mean I don't think Serena is like an incredible player. I do. But there's, you know, the reality of uh, what, what would happen on a given day, a Serena could beat some, some players, I believe, because she's so incredibly strong mentally. But if she had to just, just play the circuit, the men's circuit, that would be an entirely different story. I don't even know how this is remotely controversial. This is amazing to me. Again, I, I, John McEnroe is, uh, makes a living speaking his mind, just like I do. And him saying that Serena Williams wouldn't be in the top 700 best players in the world if she were male is, I think, 100% accurate. Like, what is controversial about that? We have entered into this world where saying things that are true in sports is, like, unacceptable. Right? I mean, I'm like the only person who says, I, I hear John McEnroe, and I said, I saw this quote, and I was like, okay, this is going to end up being a controversy. Because why? Okay, if something's controversial, that means that, to me, something that is indisputably true can't be controversial. That's, that's a wild opinion that I have. Like, if you come on and you say something that is indisputably true, then it can't be controversial because it's indisputably true. John McEnroe saying that Serena Williams would not be very good if she had the exact same attributes that she has now and she was playing men is not crazy. Serena Williams is a great tennis player for a woman. She's a women's tennis player. She's not a tennis player. She's a women's tennis player. I don't know why that's an insult. I bought into some of this hype. If you remember on this show, if I tell you if I get an opinion wrong, I own it. I came on I said, you know what? I bought into the hype behind everything that had to do with Ronda Rousey. And I think so much of the hype of Ronda Rousey was, like, I bought into that idea that she could fight a dude. I watched her get her ass kicked the last two times. If she had ever fought Floyd Mayweather, it would have been, like, downright murder. He would have walked in, hands by his side, hit her in the face one time, and she would have gotten knocked out. Doesn't mean Ronda Rousey wasn't a decent fighter. I think she was a fraud. Serena Williams is actually a good tennis player, but she is nowhere near a good tennis player if she played men let's play that John Elway that John Elway that John McEnroe clip one more time here's McEnroe this is controversial everybody's up in arms is a leading ESPN like oh my god how would John McEnroe have the have the gall to say this and here's what he said best female player ever no question some would say she's the best player in the world why qualify it you mean the best player in the world period yeah best tennis player in the world you know why, why say female player well, because if she was a, if she played the men's circuit, she'd be like 700 in the world. That doesn't mean I don't think Serena is like an incredible player. I do, but there's, you know, the reality of uh, what what would happen on a given day. A Serena could beat some some players, I believe, because she's so incredibly strong mentally. But if she had to just just play the circuit, the men's circuit, that would be an entirely different story. Look, the truth of the matter is this. If there were a woman who were good enough to play Major League Baseball, she would have played Major League Baseball. If there were a woman who were good enough to play in the NFL, she would have played in the NFL. If there was a woman who was good enough to play in men's tennis tour, she could play on the men's tennis tour. If a WNBA player was good enough to play in the NBA, she would. The best, this is like the average good California men's high school state champion would crush the best team in the WNBA. You give me the average state champion in California, 
to play against the greatest WNBA team of all time, and the men's high school team would destroy the WNBA team. It doesn't mean that women's WNBA players are not good. It just means that the men are a lot better. That interviewer was like, why don't you say that she's the best in the world? Because she's not? (laughs) Because she isn't anywhere near the best in the world? She might be the best women's tennis player of all time. She ain't anywhere near the best tennis player in the world. That interviewer, why would you qualify that? Why would you qualify this? Because it's true? This is what I'm talking about, a backwards, upside-down world. Serena Williams now getting attention on this. She got on Twitter and said, Dear John, I adore and respect you, but please, please keep me out of your statements that are not factually based. What did he say that's not factually based? He said you're the greatest women's player in the world, but you wouldn't be very good if you had to play against men because he was specifically asked about it. Go back and listen to this clip. What do you want him to say? He said, listen to this answer, and then Serena Williams is deciding to fire back at him on Twitter. She said, Dear John, I adore and respect you, but please, please keep me out of your statements that are not factually accurate, factually based. What's not factually based about this? Listen to this again. Best female player ever. No question. Some would say she's the best player in the world. Why qualify it? You mean the best player in the world, period? Yeah, best tennis player in the world. You know, why, why say female player? Well, because if she was a, if she played the men's circuit, she'd be like 700 in the world. That doesn't mean I don't think Serena is like an incredible player. I do. But there's, you know, the reality of uh, what, what would happen on a given day, a Serena could beat some, some players, I believe, because she's so incredibly strong mentally. But if she had to just, just play the circuit, the men's circuit, that would be an entirely different story. I don't understand. Again, that's pretty factually based. The best woman is not anywhere near as good as the best man. Serena Williams continued on Twitter, I've never played anyone ranked there, nor do I have time. Respect me and my privacy as I'm trying to have a baby. Good day, sir. What the heck does that mean? Why can't she just acknowledge that the men are a lot better than her, like she said previously? Do we have audio? Can we go find Jason Martin? Can you go find the audio of Serena Williams actually saying that she would get crushed by a man if she played a man? That's out there. I think she went on the late show and talked about if she played Andy Murray, about how fast is she. I think she said it would take 10 minutes for Andy Murray to beat her head-to-head back in the day when Andy Murray, I think, was number one overall. It's probably, the, by the way, the most attention that tennis has gotten in mainstream sports in a long time. Maybe John McEnroe and Serena Williams should play. I think John McEnroe right now would beat Serena Williams. Now she's pregnant right now, which would even make the match even more ridiculous. But this is the kind of story I see, and I'm like, how is this a story? People sometimes describe, like, people are saying, oh, these are controversial comments from John McEnroe. How is that remotely controversial? Sometimes people say that I say controversial things. I'm like, all right, maybe sometimes. Other times they say that I say controversial things because I'm saying exactly what John McEnroe said, something that's indisputably true. Men are better at sports than women. That's indisputably true. If you have an issue with that, take it up with biology. Yeah, yeah, biology is hugely sexist. Whoever decided, evolution or God, whoever put us here, decided that men were bigger, stronger, and faster than women. And men are always going to be bigger, stronger, and faster than women. I don't think it's sexism, evidence of sexism, that there's not a starting quarterback in the NFL who's female. I don't think it's evidence of sexism that the best player in the WNBA would get dominated by a decent high school boys basketball player. Those are just facts. UConn's women 
Everybody loves them in college basketball. They get beaten by just about every state champion in all 50 states for high school boys. The UConn women, who everybody's like, oh, these guys are unbelievable. The U.S. women's soccer team, who I love watching play, would get dominated by a good high school boys soccer team. Really talented 15-year-olds are better than the U.S. women's female soccer players. Doesn't mean they're not good, but just when you have somebody like this chick who was interviewing John McEnroe, and she's like, why do you qualify it? Why don't you say she's the greatest player in the world? Because she's not? Because that would be a ludicrous statement to make? This is the kind of stories that I see, and I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Like, are we supposed to be in an upside-down universe where we pretend that men and women are equally talented in sports now? Is that what I'm supposed to do? Am I supposed to come on and be like, you know what? I'm really not sure. The Golden State Warriors are really good. They went 16-1 in the NBA this year. But are we really sure that they're the best team in the world when we haven't seen them play the WNBA champs yet? Are we really sure about that? Are we sure that Sue Bird couldn't check up Kevin Durant, box him out, challenge his threes better than LeBron James did? Are we really sure that Diana... I, I only know one women's basketball player. Does Chamequa Holtzkall still play? Does uh, does uh, Candace Parker still play? Any of these? Do we, anybody? Does anybody on the show right now know more than one women's basketball player name? Because it help, hurts. It helps my analogy. Hurts my analogy if I can only name one player. Can uh, can maybe Candace Parker? Can Candace Parker stay in front of Steph Curry better than the Cleveland Cavaliers can? Do I need to be on here and like, I don't know about this. So you Until have Skylar Diggins. Skylar Diggins. She's good looking. I remember her. <laughs> yes. Signed with Jay-Z, right? And he gave her a Mercedes. Right. And Diana Taurasi. All right. That's, uh, okay, we got a couple more. Do Nine we more. think that Skylar Diggins could check Clay Thompson? Do we think she could stay in front of him? I don't know. Am I supposed to say that now? Like, so far as we know, I think the Golden State Warriors are better than the WNBA team. But I could be wrong. WNBA All-Star team, if they played the Golden State Warriors, in my opinion, could lose 100 to nothing. I mean that 100%. If the WNBA put together an All-Star team and they played the Golden State Warriors, I believe that the Golden State Warriors could score as many points on them and literally hold them scoreless. Unless you got a foul and you got to shoot free throws. I don't believe that the best women's basketball players could make a basket against a NBA team. Is that sexist to say? Is that not allowed to say now? Why don't you say they're the best in the world? Because they're not. And not even close to it. Is that insulting to women? I don't see. I think it's insulting to women to pretend that there's something they're not. Can we play that clip again? That that interviewer is so... I mean, like that, that question to me personifies liberal sports media. I don't even know who the woman is who's asking that question, but I want you not to listen sports. to this. Who is she? Who is the, who's the interviewer here? Do well, we know? you can take a wild guess. She's from NPR. Uh, so there's the there's the start. Her name is Lulu Garcia Navarro. And past the point that we actually listen to, she actually talks about Billy Jean King body, uh, beating Bobby Riggs in the Astrodome, and doesn't mention the fact that it's pretty widely known that that was a work, that that was actually fake, but even that if that was it all is, a big deal. But she treats it, it like it's legitimate in the interview. But the better question is, why do you not say best in the world, like? Because she's not. the Listen to this interview again and tell me that I am not taking crazy pills here when I hear this interview question. And this has somehow turned controversial because John McEnroe responded as he did, which is 100% accurate and 100% truthful. And so how in the world is this controversial? Listen to this again. 
best female player ever, no question. Some would say she's the best player in the world. Why qualify it? You mean the best player in the world, period? Yeah, best tennis player in the world. You know, why, why say female player? Well, because if she was a, if she played the men's circuit, she'd be like 700 in the world. That doesn't mean I don't think Serena is like an incredible player. I do, but there's, you know, the reality of uh, what what would happen on a given day. A Serena could beat some some players, I believe, because she's so incredibly strong mentally. But if she had to just just play the circuit, the men's circuit, that would be an entirely different story. I mean. Again, this is not remotely controversial, and the fact that this suddenly has turned into a controversy is evidence of how some people just want to believe fundamental untruths. The sexes are not equal when it comes to sports talent. Men are better than women. Am I taking crazy pills here? 877-996-6369, or is John McEnroe being totally, completely honest here and not saying anything remotely ridiculous? Men are better than women in sports. Evidently, that's hugely sexist of me to say. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.